We all do things our own way, and since the way that each of us sleeps is unique, you need a bed that fits you just the right way. Sleep Number smart beds make your sleep experience as individual as you are, using cutting-edge technology to give you effortless, high-quality sleep every night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, during Sleep Number's President's Day sale, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed plus special financing for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. See store for details. Hey, everyone. I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director. This is the CNN political briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Wednesday, April 28th, 2021. Today, on his 99th day in office, President Biden delivers his first speech to a joint session of Congress. We'll discuss that, plus what our brand new CNN poll tells us about how the country views Biden at this critical 100-day mark. And finally, what to expect from Senator Tim Scott's Republican rebuttal. Tonight, President Biden will deliver his first speech to a joint session of Congress. This is a man who sat through many of those speeches as a senator and sat behind the president for eight years as vice president. Tonight, he delivers the speech. And it's going to look very different from what we've seen in previous years, largely due to the pandemic. There will be just 200 people in the audience versus more than 1,000 who normally attend this. That's because of social distancing. But also, there are going to be different optics behind President Biden. For the first time in history, two women will be seated on the rostrum behind him, Speaker Pelosi and Vice President Harris. It will be a striking image as the president prepares to pitch lawmakers and Americans on his American Families Plan. This is the second half of his infrastructure bill, which will be a major portion of the speech tonight. The $1.8 trillion bill is aimed at reducing the cost of child care supporting women in the workforce, providing universal pre-K, paid family leave, free community college, and funding for child care. All of that is paid for through taxes on the wealthiest of Americans in this Biden proposal. It could be a game changer for millions of working parents. But again, another big plan with a big price tag, and it's going to have an uphill battle in the Senate. We'll also likely hear the president reference the January 6th attack on the Capitol, the attempt to break into the very chamber in which he is delivering the speech tonight. This is part of his broader quest to make sure that democracy trounces autocracy. We'll also hear how he's pushing police reform and how he'll undoubtedly share the nation's status on the fight against the pandemic. Here's how White House Communications Director Kate Bedingfield previewed the speech on CNN today. I think what you're going to hear from the president tonight is an acknowledgement of some of the things that he's accomplished in the first 100 days of his presidency. And you're also going to hear him talk about how much more there is to do. So you're going to hear him talk about his vision for the country tonight. So overall, you can expect the president to deliver a wide-ranging speech talking about the state of the country, what he's been able to accomplish in his nearly 100 days in office, and set the table for his agenda moving forward. Now, here's what else matters today. Our brand new CNN poll gives us a pretty good snapshot of where the president stands with the American people as he prepares to deliver the big speech and mark that first 100-day moment where so many new presidents get graded by the country. Currently, Biden has majority approval in the country. 53% of Americans in our brand new poll say they approve of the job Joe Biden is doing as president. That's far higher than Donald Trump was at this point four years ago. In fact, Trump never received majority approval throughout the entire tenure of his presidency. 
But when you do place Joe Biden against all his modern era predecessors, it's actually only Donald Trump that he bests with that 53% mark. All his other predecessors were higher at this point in their presidency, which may say more about the state of our politics than about Joe Biden at the moment and how polarized we are as a country. 93% of Democrats approve of the way Biden handles his job. Only 7% of Republicans do so. That is just an extraordinary partisan gap when you look at the history of presidential polling. And considering how little support he has from Republicans, it's all the more credit to him that on issue number one, coronavirus, he is doing quite well, even with Republicans. So 66% of the country overall supports how Biden is handling coronavirus. And obviously, there is no greater issue challenging the American people these days. That includes 30% of Republicans who approve of the way he's handling the battle against coronavirus. Again, remember, that's far greater than Republicans giving him in overall support. The president's also seeing good signs in the economy. 54% say economic conditions today are very or somewhat good. That's up 11 points just from January. And it's dramatically up from the depths of the economic despair in the immediate aftermath of the virus raging across the nation last year. There are some warning signs for President Biden on gun rights and immigration, two issues he's actually expected to address tonight in the speech, but where he is upside down, majority disapproval, and he has work to do in those areas. So keep these numbers in mind as you're watching the speech tonight and you see where Biden spends most of his time. 59% of Americans in this poll say that Biden has the right priorities. So where he's been keeping the focus so far the virus and the economy, has worked for him. See how much he deviates from that tonight. And also a key factor helping him out, the empathy factor. 57% of Americans in this poll say he cares about people like me. And that empathy factor is critical. Watch for that on display tonight, too. And finally today, Senator Tim Scott, the Republican of South Carolina, will deliver the GOP response to the president's speech. For anyone who doesn't know, Scott has a pretty remarkable life story, and he will certainly showcase it tonight. And as the only black Republican senator in the wake of the Chauvin trial specifically, he's a pretty interesting voice in the conversation right now. He is the lead Republican negotiating on the police reform bill. He's trying to find a compromise with Democratic Senator Cory Booker and Democratic Congresswoman Karen Bass, who's leading the police reform efforts in the House. This is a cause he has championed for years, and if they can find a compromise here that actually gets a bill to President Biden's desk. It won't just be the Democrats who get to tout that as a success. It will also be Tim Scott, and that'll be a boon for Republicans. It'll certainly be interesting to hear how he threads the needle within the divides in the Republican Party, the big Trump base, the dominant part of the Republican Party, and yet the need for the party to do better with independence. What does Scott say tonight to win back some of the independence that Joe Biden won and help deliver him the White House? Scott had a big starring role in the Trump Republican convention last summer, but tonight will be his biggest moment on the national stage to date. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And please take a moment to listen and follow wherever you get your podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow.